Hi, I'm Nick. This is Asher. And this is Madcap. I've been thinking with my guts since I was 14 years old. And frankly speaking, I've come to the conclusion that my guts have sh for brain. Hey gang, I'm Nick. Welcome to another episode of Madcap. So last episode, the wife and I talked to you a little bit about what was going on with our lives. Just a quick update. We talked a little bit about uh, being ready for surprises. Of course, super important. If you didn't get to watch that video, go check it out. It's number three on this channel. So for number four today, Asher and I want to talk to you a little bit about coping and how important it is to figure out what's going to help you cope as you struggle yourself through mental illness. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about what I started to do. Now this is just very basic. This is like coping 101. This is not, there's not gonna be some sort of giant revelation at the end of this video where you go, why didn't I think of that? I'm cured. It's not the way it's gonna go. Uh, but what I'm gonna try to do is just kind of give you a little outline of what it is that I'm trying to do. Hopefully you can hear us and it's not too windy. Let's just jump right in. So my recommendation number one, as far as things that I am noticing are helping me, number one for me is diet. Whether you have an allergy to specific foods or you just know that you like to overeat or binge eat certain things when you're having an episode, diet is definitely number one for me. I know for sure that I have sensitivities to certain foods. Sugar definitely makes me feel terrible. Alcohol is something that I've cut way back on. But overall, I'm just trying to clean up my diet because I know that if I'm giving my body the right things, then it will work at its, at its maximum potential. And so I'm trying, trying, emphasis on the word trying, to do better. We love ice cream at our house. We eat ice cream all the time. It happens almost daily. There's not a whole lot that can be done about it. It's always there. So I'm doing my best to stay away from it, but I'm not doing a good job. As far as drinking, I kind of quit drinking other than for social occasions if I'm out with some friends or something. Otherwise, I don't drink at home. I've never drank alone, so that's not a real thing. So my recommendation to you is if you have a doctor, go see your doctor and ask them to take a look at doing some blood work for you or going through an elimination diet and finding out if you have any foods that you either have sensitivities to or full-blown allergies to. That stuff can definitely change the game for you. It definitely did for me. I am the worst. I would say that I'm a binge eater uh, and definitely an overeater, so I struggle with food a lot. But I know that there are certain foods that if I cut out, I feel incredibly, incredibly good after cutting them out for about a month. So go, that, what? So that's my first recommendation is go talk to your doctor. Find out about the food sensitivity option and see if you have any of those things and then cut them out. Just cut them out, it's not worth it. There's no amount of sugar or ice cream or cakes and candies or whatever it is that's got you that is worth feeling like crap. So just cut it out. Number two, number two is pretty obvious, exercise. This is another one I'm really terrible at. <laughs> what are you doing? He's getting exercise right now. Uh, I'm really terrible about exercise. I am a lump. I am just lazy all the time and I probably shouldn't be talking negatively about myself, but ultimately the point is still the same. I, I, it's hard for me to motivate on things like exercise. I'd much rather sleep and watch TV and hang out with this dude than do any of that stuff. So 
Uh, so exercise is tough for me, but it's huge. If you can get out and just get a walk, 30 minutes a day, just walk 30 minutes around your neighborhood, take your dog out, take your kid out, do whatever it is you have to do, but get that 30 minutes a day and it will definitely make a difference. So that's number two for me is definitely getting exercise. Number three and number four are definitely different for me. Uh, number three is meditation and number four is yoga. So let's talk first about meditation. I don't know anything about meditation. All I know for sure is that I can download an app. If I can download an app, I can do pretty much anything. So I've downloaded two apps when it comes to meditation. The first one is called Headspace and Headspace is a really great app. It's actually where I started when I was trying to learn how to meditate. And they're all guided meditations. So you just kind of get started and you go through the first two weeks and you do it every day. And it, you start at about five minutes and end up doing it about half an hour a day sometimes. What's up? <laughs> but you can work yourself up to about half an hour. And so I definitely recommend getting started with a guided app. What are you talking about? Anyway, so meditation is definitely a big deal. I now use 10% Happier. It's an app also. It does have a monthly membership fee. They both do, but I think they both have free starter, like just give it a try kind of things. You can also go to YouTube, go to YouTube and look up a meditation, find a, you know, a guided meditation for somebody, stick it in your headphones, find yourself a quiet place to be and just do it. And that definitely has helped me. It doesn't help at first. And in fact, I find that I'm really tough on myself during the first two weeks as I try to get started. But if I stick to it every day for two weeks, by the beginning of the third week, I feel pretty good. And I actually am able to control those negative thoughts that I have as I beat myself up for not staying focused for longer than 30 seconds at a time or, you know, analyze the way I'm breathing or how I'm sitting or whether or not my posture is right. All of those things are dumb. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to teach yourself to not beat yourself up about stupid stuff. It's a really great process, but it's difficult just like anything else. It's hard to learn, but once you get it, it's amazing. So I definitely recommend uh, meditation. Now yoga is up to you. I find yoga is awesome because at 40 years old, everything hurts already. My joints are bad. Skateboarding and snowboarding and basketball and multiple shoulder dislocations and all kinds of stuff have led me to have a body that creaks and cracks in ways that are just terrible. So yoga for me is awesome because it feels like if I do it, again, you have to stick to it for about a month. But, but after a month, I start to feel like my joints are pretty loose and I'm not aching and hurting all the time. And I'm, again, focusing on breath and really, you know, calming myself and getting myself to a place where, you know, I can deal with things a little bit better. Um, it also doesn't hurt that it is another form of exercise. So you do get a little toning and a little extra, you know, you're doing some cardio basically, depending on the yoga that you try to do. Again, you can go anywhere, glow.com, G-L-O.com has some great guided yoga stuff. You can also just go to YouTube once again. I'm never gonna talk bad about YouTube. So just find what works for you. You don't have to find the guy who's sitting under a tree doing yoga stuff, talking about hugging trees. And you know, if you're not that kind of person, awesome. There's still yoga out there for you and there's meditation that's out there for you. So definitely check it out. The last one for me is sleep. And again, these are not, this is not a revelation. This is real straight up. But what I'm focusing on right now is diet, exercise, yoga, meditation and sleep staying on a sleep schedule again terrible 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 at sticking to sleep schedules i'm really really bad i 
am a night owl. I love to be up. I work a nine to five job and then I come home and want to stay up till three and four o'clock in the morning doing nothing, not doing anything. I'm not accomplishing a thing at all, but it's kind of quiet time. The wife goes to bed, the kids are in bed, and all of a sudden it's just me and my thoughts and probably a video game. But that's like my time and I love it to the point where I, I totally screw myself out of good quality sleep and it's a stupid thing to do. So I have to learn to find time to, during my day to make time for myself and then focus on setting an alarm for myself. I actually, the new iPhone has the a sleep timer on it where you tell it what time you want to go to bed and what time you want to be up. And it alerts you when it's time for bed. And then it turns off all your notifications at night so you're not interrupted. And then it wakes you up with an alarm that increases gently and is, is kind of nice. It's actually really calming. The wife's using it too. It's a really awesome thing. So definitely getting more sleep and more regular sleep is huge. I don't think you need to get eight or nine hours. But if you can get a solid seven, it'll be a world of difference. It certainly is for me. So that's what I'm doing right now to keep up. So if you guys are down, I'm going to actually use you for some accountability. I, my new goal is to lose 20 pounds. I want to make sure that I lose some, lose some weight to help my joints, make my body feel better, but also make sure that I stick around for this little dude because at 40 years old, I want to make sure I see him hit 40. So, um, so that's my goal is to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to check. I'm going to do a weigh-in at the end of this video so you can see how much I weigh. And then I'm going to go ahead and just check in with you on a weekly basis and let you know how it's going. If I'm losing two pounds a week, that sounds more than enough. Um, really, a pound and a half is healthy. So if I can lose two, that's fantastic. Uh, and that's the plan is to try to dump 20 pounds over this whole process. Right, dude? You can gain it. <laughs> I know. No, you can gain it and I'll take it off. As always, the last thing we want to mention is that, of course, you are not alone. The biggest thing we could ever tell you, if you take nothing else from these videos, is that you are not alone. People like us are out here and we're living our lives and we're figuring it out just like you, just like you are. Um, so you're not alone. Find somebody who will help you. If it's not a, friend, a family member or a friend, reach out, look on the internet, find a group to be a part of, find a doctor, a hospital, a call center, whatever it takes, find somebody who can talk you through what you've got going on and help you find the help you need. It's, it's all we can tell you is you're not alone. No matter how alone you feel, we're here for you. We love you. You are not alone. Please don't forget it. Folks, if you like these videos, definitely subscribe, hit the thumbs up. Put a comment in and let us know what you think, what else you'd like to hear about. We've got some interviews coming up with some folks later that is go are going to be pretty awesome. We're going to talk to folks about things like PTSD, OCD. Uh, we're definitely, Amy got a huge response after the last video we did about postpartum depression and the things that women go through after giving birth to these lovely children of ours. Uh, and so I think we're going to touch on that a little bit more. It seems to be helping some people. And so we're going to figure out how to get the right information out there for you. Talk to some more people who have gone through something similar, but also different stories. Because I'm sure that there's so many different variations of Amy's story. <laughs> um, but as always, folks, again, you're not alone. Thanks so much for watching Madcap. Again, this is Asher and I'm Nick. We love you. You are not alone. Thanks for watching Madcap. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> You're crazy. You're so crazy. <laughs>